what's up everyone and welcome to another episode of in these current times i remain your friend enabled host the juggernauts and let's jump right in shall we um yeah i know has always been a minute since i recorded i've not figured out my schedule pretty well hopefully i'm hoping to do something in june where i try to record i guess snippets early in the morning or maybe late at night depending on what well, i try to record one per day it's gonna be hard got my schedule but i'm gonna see if i can accomplish that starting off um so yesterday i went to see fast x <laughs> the glorious 10th installment in the fast saga and um look this is the thing now i know what to explore the fast movie right now it's devoid of logic it's boneheaded um so a lot of dumb the writing is abysmal but i mean once it's action car stunts you know and fight scenes i guess i'm sold uh the brain dead movie of course um but I still had fun with it, I'm not gonna lie. I still had fun with it. It's, it's, it's a really dumb movie. Things these guys are superhuman at this point. And I'm legitimately serious. If they bring in the Transformers in the next installment, I wouldn't even be faced. Like I would welcome it. At this point, they should. You know, uh highlights for me obviously was Jason Mamoa, man. He was fantastic as a villain. He was so charismatic and hilarious, man. Um obviously having a lot of fun with that role. I mean, you have um uh, Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson, the movie, eh, she doesn't really do much, but it's obviously there to have fun, right? And of course, it's important to note that this Fast 10 was meant to be the penultimate movie. It's going to be Fast 10 X and then Fast 11, then you know, that, Fast 11 will be the final movie. But of course, you know, money talks, hype, you know, result, hype is happening all around. So, Vin Diesel can announced that it's going to be three-part um, um, finale now. So, it's going to be Fast X, Fast 11, and Fast 12. I wanted to bear in mind also is that this Fast X is one of the most expensive movies ever made now because the budget is about 340 million, which is ridiculous, man. That's end game level insane. That's close to Avatar 2 insane, you know. Uh, but as I'm speaking of right now, at least the movie has made over 740 million already. Um, I guess you've seen this opening week. No, yeah, thereabouts, yeah. Not up to a week. Um, not up to a week yet. But it's, but the one thing to notice about his box office performance is that he's doing sexually better internationally than locally. And I don't know if his momentum can help it because once June arrives, a lot of competitors. We have across the Spider Verse. We have the Flash. We have um, you know Indy Five. We have Transformers: Rise of the Beast and among other movies. Now now of course uh, it's summertime and during summer there's a lot of room for every for multiple movies to make a good decent amount of money um it could even be a situation like christmas time i think 20 was it 2017 2019 when jumanji and ragnarok came out at the same time and they kind of piggybacked on each other instead of cannibalizing each other although that was a situation of two movies i don't know how it's gonna be with five or six movies so um yeah i mean of course they need this movie to do well exceptionally because uh, you know they're already planning uh two more movies to end trilogy so this movie needs to do exceptionally well for them. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna guess it's not gonna make a billion just because of the competition in the summer, but I could see it making between six fifty to eight hundred. That, that's kind of what I mean. I could be wrong, obviously, but let me know what you guys think about the Fast X movies. Did you like it? Have you watched it? You know, um, are you just like me that I've basically seen the Fast movies as Hollywood's most Bollywood movies? Look, it's ridiculous. I don't even want to. Okay, that was the early trailer, like outrunning an explosion on the side of a dam. Like, <laughs> oh my god, this movie is ridiculous, man. But look, I'm gonna like. Now, I have some issues with it. I have some obvious ones, like the story and the plot and the narrative and what else. 
the VFX was a bit um, underwhelming. I'm not gonna lie. Like there are a lot of scenes where it's clearly obvious on the green screen. You could see the kind of um, the composition, um, compositing. You can see it's kind of behind it. some some of the issues I had with Quantumania, which was surprisingly very absent in Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Yeah, that that's something that I'm actually curious about. You know, uh, Wakanda Forever. Ant-Man 3 had some compositing issues, some VFX issues, but Guardians 3 didn't, which was really strange. Anyway, those are some of the things I had to fast text. But let me know what you guys think about it. Look, I'm not gonna lie, I know I always talk about real on these movies. The movies don't really care what critics say, you know, they only to save the audience and whatever. I'm still gonna watch the first 11 and 12 movies, man. I'm gonna watch them. Look, it's dumb fun. Yesterday was even good timing for me because I was coming from work and I was a bit just kind of bored. So it was good timing just to wait, look at, to, to stimulate marginaline i guess so anyway let me know what you guys think about the first saga all right moving on uh this just dropped yesterday actually so i'm gonna cover it as part of today uh, in the world of video games uh now i don't play video games as much as i used to too busy what of you no not really have as much schedule but i still follow up with video game news and once in a while i might double but we got our first official of um, gameplay i guess footage 12 minutes of gameplay footage for the upcoming marvel spider-man 2 which I must say, it's deliciously entertaining. My goodness, such a fantastic trailer and, and, and showcase. So much improvement from the first movie. A lot of new um, mechanics added. Like for example, um, Spider-Man can have like a wingsuit. He can use to glide while while you know um, swinging across New York. Craven uh, looks incredible. It looks fantastic. I like his design and the new um, the Venom symbiote suit on Spider-Man just looks oh. So it looks amazing. I love how he has these bezels. He has this kind of com- compartmentalization around them. And I love the fact that it's affecting Peter's, uh, 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 would I say, personality. He's a bit more aggressive, more dismissive to Miles Morales. So he's not cracking jokes, not as quippy. Um, of course, you see Miles, which is... Um, I, now, I have actually played the Miles Morales uh, extension, although I have seen some footage, and it looks really cool, really clean. So... Man, it looks really good. Um, chasing the lizard, the traversal, oh, it's been way improved. At this point, you can spend probably eternity in, in the air. The gameplay looks fantastic. My goodness, seeing Peter use the symbiotes, um, Venom symbiotes, to kind of fight against an, um, enemies in a more aggressive form just adds a little bit of layer. I'm probably going to assume that eventually the symbiote will take over more of Peter's personality and probably Marshmallow after fighting. But that being said, the graphics look fantastic. You know, it, it looks massive improvement from the first game. Look, everything I saw in this opening just looked too great, too, too good, man. I can't imagine the new combos you can combine with your abilities to take down enemies. I can't wait, man. It looks fantastic. It looks absolutely fantastic. And I'm, I'm really curious to see what um, they want to do with this movie, with this video game. If you haven't checked it out, please do. It's on YouTube. Uh, let me know if you've ever played this first Spider-Man game on 2018 Spider-Man game. Uh, let me know your, your thoughts on, on that. And if you're excited for this, I am. I've played the first Spider-Man game. I finished it. I started from, um, I started from beginning to the end three times. Yes, I finished that game three times. That's how entertaining that game was. Yes, it's a bit... It's quite repetitive, but the beauty about the game is because of your endless list of combos and the endless ways of, you can play, it you you are the one responsible for making it feel fresh. Um, yes, you have the, the, you, you, there are certain you know challenges that are repetitive. You go to warehouses and beat thugs and liberate them of the influence of fisk fisk thugs or saber agents and what have you. But 
there's just something about the traversal and the way you can switch up your gadgets that makes it feel more dynamic yeah all right uh moving on yes so uh when when it comes to disney plus we know um we have um the the, the summer nick fury um what the hell is it, is it yes secret invasion is coming very soon uh that looks really good out of i mean i'm getting winter soldier vibes from it it looks to be more grounded which is what i've missed the mc a little bit i'm really looking forward to this um um, TV show the, dealing with the scrolls insurgency, but we have to remember that we also have other ones coming out this year uh, in Loki and Echo. Now, no to lie to you, I've kind of forgotten most about Echo. Uh, I didn't really like a character, or I, I wouldn't say I liked. I just didn't care for a character in in Hawkeye. I didn't even like Hawkeye as a whole. Uh, I am still more curious about Loki. I like Loki season one at least for the most part. Uh, I thought it fizzled a bit towards the middle, uh, but. So we have a release date for Loki and Echo. Loki season two is streaming on October sixth. Going to start streaming on October sixth of this year, while Echo is going to start streaming October um, November 29th of this year as well. Let me know what you guys think about this. Now I'm, I'm very curious what they want to do with Loki season two, considering the Jonathan Major situation. Uh, we already see saw that in, at the end of Ant-Man uh, three, he was teased as Victor Timely in Loki. Man, I really don't know what you're going to do about it. I know, I know, I know. Um, Jonathan Majors is apparently has gone to court over the case, and oof, are they going to reshoot? Which is going to be really expensive. Are they going to just not talk about him? Because I don't think the, in most of the marketing I've seen for Loki so far, Jonathan Majors is kind of a bit pushed to the, to the back, you know, which is unfortunate with those situation. Anyway, I hope it gets wrapped up before then. Then Echo, I'm not going to lie, this is my least anticipated MCU show ever of all time. Um, Hawkeye didn't do a good job of really kind of making me care for her as much as I should. Uh, but I, 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 you know, in fact, I want to be surprised. You know, I, I don't, I don't go into a movie or a show hoping it's bad. I go into it with, am I going to some trepidation? But I really, ultimately, hope it's a really good movie or TV show. I want to be surprised. You know. All right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> we got like a new trailer. I think it might be the final trailer for for Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Part one, which is still a mouthful of a name, uh, still hit that title, but oh my god, it looks as amazing as I can imagine. Uh, stunts are going to be crazy, the fights are going to be awesome, the stories are also going to be intriguing, even though it's a little bit forgettable. You know, that's the funny thing about the Mission Impossible movies, they are still working narrative all the way from I think part three or part four. Uh, you know, you still have uh, even from you have the apostles thing from Rogue One, uh, from, from, sorry, from Rogue Nation, the White Widow, and a lot of other threads connecting threads that i really don't care about uh but the thing is even though i don't really care for the story i'm still excited to see the characters on screen i'm still excited to follow whatever plot is ongoing you know uh i think solomon lane the character from both rogue nation and fallout is still alive somewhere who knows when he's gonna return but yeah i'm really excited to see Haley Atwell actually join the movies of course rebecca Ferguson as isla faust incredible she's killing it right now on silo yeah by the way if you have not watched if you're not following silo please do it's a fantastic show on amazon i'm sorry on apple tv great great stuff um so uh yeah what, what can i say that i've not that I, I, I can't really say much else about this trailer it's fantastic man it's great um it's funny how the mission impossible movies just keep getting better i mean fallout i was sure fallout was gonna be just a bit there but my i was still at the edge of my seat in the helicopter scene so i'm really looking forward to the high action octane Sorry, the high um, octane action uh, set piece we're going to get in this one. 
then um speaking on trailers a trailer dropped last week that i was really fascinated by now i'm a huge fan of sci-fi i'm a huge fan of sci-fi that deals with the human condition maybe it's fine the future maybe it's post-apocalyptic you know maybe it's space exploration any mix of anything is the reason why i love uh interstellar is the reason why i love inception you know is the reason why i love um um the expanse tv show and among other things. even silo too has the so uh, a new trailer drop called the creator is uh, and it stars john david washington the lead that's there's a washington son of course a lot of you might recognize him from tenant a movie i didn't love but i thought was pretty decent i thought it could have been better <clears throat> now personally i'm not entirely sold on john david washington as an actor as a lead actor he's definitely a good actor there's no doubt about that but i feel like he hasn't solidified his charisma and charm to lead a movie because even in tenant he was mostly a passenger in the movie itself i i never really felt like he was the lead even though he was the, literally the lead literally called the protagonist but i never really I, I didn't feel like how tom cruise or will smith dominates a lead role i know comparison comparing them is unfair obviously because he's still early in his career but my point is i'm looking forward to him dominating more you know uh this show looks fantastic man of course as do with ai the, the the world building looks fantastic too and when you see there's something raw it's, it has this kind of sensibilities of a of a new blomkamp sci-fi film something like um, elysium or uh district nine and what is even more fascinating and makes me excited is directed by gareth edwards who worked on monsters if you haven't seen monsters nice small movie and rogue one it's been a while since i've seen him on screen he, he knows how to handle the sci-fi element well with a little bit he knows how to put a lot of nuance and and uh, personality to a sci-fi story so i'm really looking forward to that oh my god the visual look amazing like absolutely amazing when you see like the transhumanism going on between humans fused up with tech and gadgets it looks fantastic so i'm really looking forward to this creator it feels like it's going to be a movie that has a lot of philosophical things which is something i'm always looking forward for in a sci-fi film i love when movies sci-fi movies have a strong political or philosophical kind of message or debate that makes you ponder you know yeah so anyway let me know what you guys think about that trailer of the creator i'm really looking forward to that movie like exceptionally well it just came out of nowhere and i'm already i'm really hyped for it all right back to video game um, news uh we got our first look at mortal kombat 1 now this must be confused this is not the movies so we have mortal kombat 2 the movie coming but this is called this is mortal kombat 1 the video game which takes place after or which follows mortal kombat 11. now uh, if anyone played mortal kombat 11 remember that um Konica, the villain of the game gets defeated by um by liu kang was Kind of become a deity it has become fire fire lord um fire god Liu Kang. so um it seems he has created a new universe uh so it's kind of like rebooting the universe and literally rebooting rebooting the game back to like the first game and of course what do you call it in the world of what talking about threats and are endless from either the outer realms or what have you so that's expected but my goodness, the visuals, the CGI, the animation. Of course, this is not in-game footage. This is just a cinematic trailer, but it looks incredible. And oh my god, the gore and the violence as we kicked up to 11. It is it looks even more brutal, more detailed. Oh my god. And even probably more squeamish for most people, understandably so. Oh my god, it looks fantastic. Uh I can't wait to some gameplay footage. You know, I'm not the thing about me is. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat as a kid, from Mortal Kombat 1 on the, um, uh, uh, on the Sega to Mortal Kombat 4 on the PS1 and 
the Deadly Alliance, I might get on PS3 and things like that. But the truth is, uh, I'm really looking forward to this game regardless because I always like what they try to do. I, I like how Mortal Kombat tries to reinvent itself, even though the story is absurdly ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see more more from this, definitely. Yeah. So, um, let me know what you guys think about it. And um, unfortunately, I have to wrap up the episode on the bummer. Um, as of some days ago, Ray Stevenson, popularly known, um, he was. He was he played uh, Frank Castle in the Punisher Warzone movie, a film that I actually really liked. I know it, it was not well received by critics, but I thought it was a really really entertaining, gory and violent film. Um, he's a fantastic character actor. He was Blackbeard in Black Sails. He was in Dexter. He's even gonna be in the upcoming um, Ahsoka TV show. He unfortunately passed away uh, while shooting a movie in Italy, I presume. Uh, his course of death has not been revealed. Some people say he was hospitalized a few days before his demise, so it's unfortunate. Uh, he's a fantastic actor, man. He's one of those actors that is a character actor. He doesn't he's not a lead, but when he shows up in a movie, especially because of his presence and his size, he he owns his role. I remember he was in the other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he was just really fun in the other guys. It's unfortunate. Um, Asoka is coming out very soon, and he's gonna. He has a role in it. He plays like a force builder that I think was a former Sith or maybe former Jedi. I don't recall exactly, but it's unfortunate. Great actor. Uh, yeah, I also remember him as um, um, God damn it. He's part of the Warrior th- Warriors Three in the Thor movies. I've forgotten his name. Uh, it wasn't Fandral. I can't remember his name. It was one of the Warriors Three. The, the friends that uh, of Thor. So yeah, it's really unfortunate. I really um and um I really hope him and his family are you know doing well and, and, and all. But yeah, it's, I know it's kind of a bummer to end episode on this. But let me know what you guys think about everything I've talked about. The creator trailer, the matter talk about one trailer, um the gameplay footage of Spider-Man across sorry as Spider-Man 2, <laughs> mixing up with across the Spider-Verse. You know, Fast X, have you seen it? And are you ready for much more ridiculousness? Let me know what you guys think, and as always, guys, stay safe and stay tuned.